0: to the Chronicles of Critics. I'm your host, Caleb, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Connor and Andy. We are on a mission to find the best movie of all time. We will be reviewing and rating some of the world's most beloved movies on a scale of 1 to 100, based on the metrics of entertainment, education, and influence, to find out which is truly the best film of all time.
1: are
2: correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious
0: Doc, sh- Doc, you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Why don't you guys
3: make like a tree and get out of here? And if you welcome haven't back. guessed, welcome back to this week's Chronicles of Critics episode of Back to the Future. Part and one. It's make like one. a
0: tree and leaf. And make leaf. like a tree
3: and leaf. You sound like a fool when you say it like that. <laughs> Wait, that guys, that's from the second yeah, second that's movie. Part two, yeah, we're talking all of them tonight. What? no, whoa, whoa. It's I one
2: thought- giant really good
3: movie. Listen, I only came prepared for one movie, so if we're going to <laughs> we are but Wait. Be,
0: our discussion is covering number 1, our scores, we are covering Back to the Future. But we got to we got to talk about all of them.
2: You guys, we are forgetting one very important thing. What's that? We have a special guest tonight. <gasps> we do? Yes, we're everyone, due. welcome Brandy.
3: Hey. Hey. She is our
2: Back to the Future expert, I would say.
3: Yeah, yes. how many
0: times have you seen this movie? Or these movies?
4: Countless times. Don't I, even know how many. <laughs> I probably watch it every two or three months for the past since 15 years. Wow.
0: So <laughs> this wow. isn't even like a yearly movie for you. This is like a constantly oh, no. on in the background movie
4: Yeah, like every two months.
0: Wow. How did you get into Back to the Future?
4: Uh, honestly, I think... The like trilogy DVD set ended up in my Easter basket. Like when I was a kid. And it just became like the summertime sort of anthem movie that all me and my friends would just re-watch all every summer. And then it just has carried on into adulthood as like just a comfort movie, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great summer blockbuster movie. I mean, that's when it came out originally, you know, July 4th weekend. So mm-hmm. that's, that's right, it. yeah. I'm not going to lie. This that. is a
3: movie that I like kind of forget about every once in a while. Really? And then something like pops up and like, you know, like it's just like on TV and I'm just, and I sit down and I start watching it and I'm like, man, this is a great movie. I should <laughs> watch this more often. And then <laughs> I never do. So
2: <laughs> well, then so, you end up watching all three. I know you have, yeah. to,
3: if you watch the first one,
2: you lead right in the second. second yeah. right in the third. Oh yeah. It, it ends it. It's a I continuous to, story.
0: Yeah. Got to watch them.
3: Did they film them all like consecutively? Cause if you remember like at the end of the second one, eh, they showed like a preview Of the third one. Oh,
2: that's right.
0: Yeah, but
2: I did. They add that in like. No, I don't think they knew it
0: was going to be that big of a hit. They they were pretty afraid that it was not going to because Robert Zemeckis had made some pretty bad stinkers before this movie, Mm. so this was kind of his first like big break film, like his final shot to prove that he's a good director, basically.
3: So if this movie didn't succeed, would we have Forrest Gump today?
0: No, probably wouldn't. Yeah, this paved and the way. I would be okay with for that, that. Wonderful, <laughs> awesome, number one on
1: the list movie.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, cringed. Oh, geez. Uh, so my experience with this movie, I I definitely have a very deep love for this movie. In fact, we, they did like a special release in the theaters um, a few years ago when the date, so the date that he travels to the future came up like a few years ago. It was Oh, like yeah, yeah. I remember like that. 2016 or did You wear 20, a double tie? what
2: did you wear your double tie that date <laughs> no Randy did you wear your double tie that
0: date
4: I don't I didn't know that that happened
0: no but I I like I moved heaven and Earth to go and to that show and I'm like I'm gonna watch back to the future on the day that Marty Mcfly travels to the future I'm gonna do it and it was so sad I still have my ticket stub oh, it was oh, like that's cool I made a point I also uh dressed up as Marty McFly one year in a parade at uh, your dad's church Connor remember that really? Yeah, we did like a. It was a Back to the Future themed like nativity float. It was like Marty McFly. Yeah, I, I do kind of remember like, that. Doc's like, "Oh, do you want to witness the birth of Christ?" Like he types that in, and like oh, well, we kind of kind of took that as our like Christmas nativity like <laughs> oh, theme that's for right. the float. I do and so I was, that. I was dressed up as Marty McFly with the red puffer vest. Yeah, and I like held on to the back of the float with my skateboard, and I was like. Marty McFly. That's really cool. That it was, was the highlight, yeah, it was so great.
4: That was my Halloween <laughs> costume this past year and Andy was um, Doc.
0: Yes, yeah. I was. Wait,
3: really? Yeah. yeah.
0: What? That mm-hmm. is such an awesome duo.
3: Can we post that on the uh, Instagram page? Yeah,
0: we got to see. We I'll, can. I'll post my uh, my float picture. I mean, they're not good your...
3: costumes. Mine wasn't. I mean.
4: It was fine for something we threw together based on what
0: we had. You should yeah, see, my
3: see my Nacho it. Libre costume one year. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: oh. oh, boy. Just some stretchy pants? Just some stretchy pants. <laughs> and... That's great. That's
3: great. Okay, we have to
2: yes. we, we gotta okay, post that. We are that. definitely posting that. Okay. I don't know. Everybody, look at it and Everyone. see if you think I look like Doc Brown. Check the
3: Instagram because I coming. don't think I do.
2: I look
0: like a it's guy. With, you look like Rick so and Morty. Hair. Hair. That's what you look like. But I feel like Rick and Morty was kind of based. It is based on back to the future. I mean, it's Morty, Marty. Like,
4: yeah,
3: yeah. Really? I never caught that. Really? The one hundred percent. percent. I
0: was like, oh, it's it's like vulgar Doc and Marty. All right. So anyway. Wait, actually, you know what? Yeah, let's get to the let's actual. Get to it. Well, wait. One more thing. What do you? Th- they
3: they did a commercial where uh, from Rick and Morty, where Christopher Lloyd, who plays
0: that's Doc right, Martin,
3: played uh, Rick.
0: Yeah, and really? it was
3: awesome. It was like a live action like commercial for no Rick way. and Morty. Yeah, and I forgot about that. I actually, yeah, saw it was that like too. a couple years ago. Yeah, it was oh, awesome. Oh right, very wow, reasonable.
0: that's so funny. Yeah, well, we're getting into in- we're skipping all the way to influence already. This is like you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, prime sorry, sorry. like boost that score level. Right? <laughs> I guess before we get into our official scores, though, do you want to read some listener comments? Take it away. Okay, so right off the bat, we have Caden Hammond, and he's saying that Back to the Future is the original, incredibly bold and audacious movie that direct that definitely would not get made today. Ooh. So it's one of those things like it, it could only have existed in the time when it was created, you know Like
3: why I wonder you like, wouldn't want right. it in
0: any other time. Yeah, I mean it belongs in the 80s for one Yeah, that's true. It that was the perfect time period for it Yeah, but also there's I feel like there's just so many gatekeepers now in Hollywood like that hold back Movie ideas and like oh, yeah, yeah or just, commercialize you know, them. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, yeah, but this they had enough like creative freedom here to make this movie happen nice so and he also says you guys have to talk about how this movie got made, especially with Eric Stoltz being cast as Marty.
3: Yeah, yep. Which wah,
0: wah. I didn't yeah.
3: know that that was like a thing until I watched the movies that made us. Yeah, and they had like already filmed like multiple scenes with Eric Stoltz. They had filmed like
0: half the movie with him. Yeah, that's that's
2: super we, yeah. crazy. Yeah, there's the debate of whether one of his scenes still exists. When um, when he punches Biff, yeah, when Biff punches him, because the really? side, like, Biff
0: is looking oh, yeah. like four inches taller than he's Marty. much he's taller. P-
2: There's like a, oh. a shift, a scene shift or a frame shift where supposedly Marty's hair is darker, and that is mm-hmm. supposedly Eric Stoll's.
0: Which so Eric I Stoll's totally believe,
4: and I'm not mad about it though because they had to. They had just a few weeks
0: to <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> redo it all. I know, really. Well, like, didn't they like in the beginning, like dinner scene with Marty's family? Yes. Didn't they like? Uh, like They've- just take scenes from it and just like splice Marty in, like just a shot of him. He wasn't actually present at yeah. that table. When yeah. they really? shot that yeah. later.
3: Oh man, I gotta Isn't go back and so watch weird? the movie. That's so crazy. I mean you, you can't seamless. tell. You really yeah. can't tell. Really? Yeah. So they did a good job? It's done yeah. really well. So it's like, they're doing that now, though, you know, where they, like, replace actors with, like, different actors after they mm-hmm. something comes out about them, and usually it's not done well. So if that... Mm-hmm. It
0: was
1: ahead of its time.
3: I know. <laughs> yeah, that's another reason.
0: Well, if you didn't see the movies that made us, first of all, go watch it. It's amazing. Yep. But what well, they were saying, like, some of the reasons why, ultimately, Eric Stoltz was recast mm-hmm. um, was basically just, like, he just had a different philosophy of how this movie was going. Like, at the table read, they get to the final scene where like Marty wakes up and it's, oh, it's his, his family's perfect. And everyone's like more successful and beautiful. And, and he's like, oh man, that's so, it's what a tragedy. you like, what, yeah. what are you talking about? I like, know it's depressing. But he's like, oh no, it's because like he came back and now he's like, not really him. He's not really part of this family. It's like a different family. And he has to pretend that he's had this life that he didn't really have. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, I, I have thought about that.
0: Like, that's a little bit of a plot hole. Right. But so they were like, hey, you're, just, you're going too dark with it. It's like a, a this is like a comedy, like fun adventure movie. It's yeah. it's not a deep dark tragedy. But, <laughs> but overall, they just felt like he brought kind of a somberness to every scene and just kind of a lifelessness that they were like, Yeah, this isn't the, the vibe we're looking yeah. for. So they did the crazy thing and recast an actor halfway through filming.
3: So my favorite thing about that um whole like Eric Stoltz Marty McFly thing is when he got recast at w- with, um, man, what's the guy's name? Michael J. Fox. Yeah. They went up to Christopher Lloyd and say, hey, like, we're so sorry. Like, you know, we're, we're going to have to, like, Eric, we're taking Eric out. We're going to replace him with this guy, um, like Michael J. Fox. And Christopher Lloyd's like, who's Eric? I don't, I don't know who that is. And apparently from, like, day one, like, Eric Stoltz, like, wanted to, like, assume the role of Marty. So he told everyone his name was Marty. And so Christopher uh, Lloyd like, didn't even know that the like, wow.
2: kid's real his name and like... Name Eric, so that's <laughs> hilarious. It's just yeah.
0: My favorite thing about him getting recast is that he's a good like several inches shorter than Eric, Michael J. Fox is. Yeah. And uh, so they had to recast his girlfriend then. You know who his original girlfriend was? <gasps>
4: Yeah. Jan from Jan, the office. Jan the office. from the office. That's
0: Which right. would have totally ruined the whole movie for me if she was the ruined girl it.
4: In. And well, actually, it kind of would have ruined the office. Because I would have seen Back to the Future first. Yeah. I would have been like, that's
0: Jennifer. Really? Ooh. And then she got recast again because the the Jennifer in the third movie is not the same actress. That was the second one. Or even the second movie. Yeah. Jennifer yeah, in the second, second movie. Right, yeah. The, it's already in the second. It's it's the girl from Karate Kid, isn't it? I have no idea. Yeah. or yeah, yeah.
2: It's not the girl from
3: that. No. Um, you know the girl from Karate Kid. That's that's like a, a household. It's game. not the girl from. <laughs> Dirty well, it's obviously not. I don't there.
2: know her name. Yeah. I just know what she looks like. <laughs> it's, it's not the girl from
3: Dirty Dancing, right? I've never seen it. No, it's not the girl from Dirty okay. Dancing. Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
0: Bueller? Bueller. Oh, is that the girl from Dirty Dancing? Yeah, the sister. The sister. Oh, okay. Let's make another connection. What other movie can we pull? Yeah. uh, (laughs) Lookalikes. You know, well, that reminds me of another (laughs) movie, yeah. Um, Okay, let's see. Another listener comment. Uh, Let's talk about Jakey Laux. Um, He just says, insanely entertaining. A thrill all-time classic. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Well put.
4: Well said, for sure. Mm -hmm. Ditto. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, with that. You know, we do have another listener comment, but maybe I'll bring it in a little later. Um, since he's talking about entertainment, should we jump into our. Let's do it. Our trifecta of scores, Ooh. starting with entertainment. So what are we talking about here, guys? Entertainment. With entertainment? We're talking wow. about the look and style. What else? come on you know by now what is it what are we talking about with entertainment? i don't know. i don't remember your spiel okay fine it's, it's uh, my spiel I'm yeah,
2: <laughs> did you forget or something <laughs> yeah no are you I trying to pun your, pun your you pawn your, your one job stuff off on, like, like, on, on us.
0: us i was trying to we have involve a format you caleb fine all right i'll get up on my soapbox so entertainment we are talking about the look and feel of the movie the cohesive style of it um kind of some of the back end stuff like the acting the directing the casting cinematography, the score, the music, all the stuff that goes into giving that kind of wow factor to pull you in and, and just um, make you feel like you're engaged the whole time. Was it engaging and was it genuinely enjoyable? That's kind of the, the phrase we like to use with this. So how do you feel about this? Um, out of 100, where would you score this movie in entertainment? I'm going to go with 89. 89. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with 83. 83? Mm -hmm. I'm
2: going with 99.
0: Ooh, 99? Yeah. Whoa. Show them up, Brandy.
4: No surprise. I'm going with 100.
0: 100? I never would have. Full. Full speed ahead. Okay, why 100, Brandy?
4: I just... I have no qualms about anything and I'm always like not only am I excited to watch it whenever it comes on like it's not just like oh hey like I literally have a physical react I get an adrenaline rush from it and the music gets me so hyped it mm. just is great every time
1: mm.
0: every oh, yeah. time the music is great I will say like um, when I think of back to the future you know it comes to my mind right away Johnny be good Yes.
3: Oh, fair enough. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the little nice. chime, like yeah, I, I wouldn't like call that necessarily the score, but like it oh.
4: warms my heart. It yeah, It's
0: <laughs> like a warming sensation that you get when you hear that.
4: And the music is just so like it's so crucial in helping tell the story of like mm-hmm. the different timelines. And I obviously didn't live in the '80s or the '50s, <laughs> um, but it's just they're like such classic songs from those time periods that I it really that. helps tell the story and same with the costuming too. Huey
0: Lewis in the news man like you can't beat that right it's true do you know that
3: Huey Lewis Power of love love had a uh, cameo in the movie
0: yeah do you oh, oh you don't know Andy no guess you know? who he is
3: come on what's your best guess uh Einstein Einstein the <laughs> dog
0: <laughs>
2: I don't know who fair
3: guess fair guess uh he's the the guy you know in the very beginning of the movie where Marty is auditioning Um, like his band is auditioning, they're like, You're too loud. Yeah. That's Huey Lewis Lewis. of Huey Lewis and the News, a rock band Mm -hmm. from the certain time period.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was 80s, right? Like he ruled the 80s, man. Mm. Huey Lewis and the News. Look at that.
3: I just know the power of love. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. know. and back so in then, time, that's
0: Huey Lewis too, right? Like, I think what so. a what a perfect song for this movie.
3: <laughs> so why why eighty three, Connor? Why eighty three? All right, number one. It's just pure fun, man. It's just pure fun. I wrote that down in my notes. Pure fun. Mm. Okay. It's just really entertaining. Like you can sit down and watch it and just be immediately sucked in. I mean, I sat down and watched this movie um like halfway, like it was already halfway through and It was like a new whole thing already. And I was immediately sucked in and into the story and invested. There's so many like memorable moments, you know what I mean? Like, um, from like the DeLorean, like, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, how famous is the, the DeLorean now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because of that. And then, um, there's like the skateboarding scene and like him playing the guitar and, all of this stuff it's just so great mm. uh can we talk about the weird relationship between marty and his mom well, you know, well that, that's like, that's, ingenious, that's the it's that's no, the it storytelling exactly but, but no but I'd it's still like you know it goes <laughs> into the
2: concept so this is why i rated it 99 so i think majority of that score is the concept of the movie so what like we all have parents that have told us not to do certain things right and yeah. So the movie explores like, well, what would happen if you went in the past mm-hmm. and met your parents? Well, you come to yeah. find out that they did the exact they same did stuff. That you're, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> same stuff that you're trying to do now. <laughs> I right. Know. And oh, yeah. it's just the the hilarity of, you know, Marty going back and instead of. Um his mom meeting his dad at that critical moment. Mm-hmm. You know, now she falls in love with him for a little bit. It's just yeah, she sits doesn't in parks fall a car in love with, with a boy. Yeah. Oh, she does. She does fall in love with him. Oh yeah. She loves Calvin Klein. She's <laughs> yeah.
4: not she has a crush on him. Yeah, she's
0: got a she but I, then how many she falls in, movie, in love with she... George. Yeah, that's true love. It's
4: a different, it's a different... How
0: many times does she call Marty a dreamboat, though? She's like, isn't he a dreamboat? See, like that's Five no. times. In the that's, not that's the love. power of No, love. No, no, that's... <laughs> the power <laughs> of <love. laughs> Okay, Brandy. Yes. Why 99, Andy?
2: So, I mentioned earlier just the concepts. I think the casting is on point, like mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox. Um, I, I'm blanking all the actors names. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Crispin right? Glover. All. Yeah. I, I think the cast works extremely well together. And it you know, obviously it builds up in the next two films as well. But you know, those are the only actors I can think of that can play those roles. Yeah. And they did it so well. They're iconic. Um, and that goes also yeah. more. No one else could have been well.
0: Biff. No one else could have been Marty. Yeah. Um, perfect.
2: I think the special effects hold up really well, too. Like, for a movie being made in 1985, 84, I don't know when. July 4th, one summer weekend back in the 80s, <laughs> right? It, yeah, like, even it's still, like, I don't know. It's those special effects are just unique to the Back to the Future, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure they... I don't know if they enlisted the help of ILM. Do we know anything? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, they did
0: it. So, of course, yeah. it's great.
2: It looks like still good. Like, doesn't look like a weird samurai movie or Godzilla movie, you know, or. That hmm. is true. Yeah, um, make a good point. <laughs> yeah, I think the 80s had a, a special time with special effects where they were yeah. kind of. It was like newer technology. But it wasn't like the crappy stuff in the 90s where they mm-hmm. like were like really getting. Yeah, it where they years. were like overdoing it with
3: everything. Yeah. So
2: yeah. And those so, just a few of my points. Mm.
0: Well, speaking of casting um, something that I learned in watching the movies that made us was that Crispin Glover was just like, so incredibly annoying to work with. Oh yeah. And he was like <laughs> annoying me because he's one of those like method actors, I guess, who just like gets into the character and just like, won't take direction. It's like, you no, know, I like, uh, I feel like George would do this, you know, it's like, and stupid stuff. Like, not walking through the door into the scene. Like, well, this is where we're filming the scene. So you got to walk through the door, you know, or like, or he's like walking out of the camera view. Like, no, this is your spot. You need to stay there. Otherwise we don't see you. And he's like, well, I feel like George would have been walking over this way. I'm like, oh, I was just like so annoyed with him. Just like in <laughs> like watching the documentary. Uh, so I don't know. I just, I just, I didn't know that before going into this. And I'm like, oh, I hate when actors are like that. I hate when they get is- so method acty that they just like are just like hard to deal with. You know, yeah. I
4: mean, I wouldn't have wanted to work on that set. But I say like whatever he did worked because his performance turned out outstandingly well. And so mm-hmm. I wouldn't change it.
0: True. Yeah. He's a good he is a good George McFly. He, he pulled it through.
3: Yeah. But also, do we know anything else that Crispin Glover is in? Because
0: I I don't know probably because he's a terrible actor to work with. <laughs> okay, all right, cool, cool. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> no one else wanted to hire him. I, you know,
4: probably because he's still getting royalties from these films and doesn't
3: need to work. One and done. Ooh. Like <laughs> I wouldn't. You know.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say I gave it in '89. I think this movie is awesome in the entertainment air area. Mm-hmm. Um, like Brandy was saying, I think they just nailed the different time periods it's pretty phenomenal that they were able to take the set, you know, the the square of um, like where the clock tower is in the high school and all that. And just like take it from one, you know, take it from 1985 to 1955 and just like completely redo that. And it just looked amazing. And you know, the music they play, but one of my favorite things about the movie entertainment wise is how they always do the parallel things like, Oh, the, the famous scene of, Going into the diner. Hey, McFly, you know? Oh yeah, it's redone in like it's every redone, movie. Yeah, not only in every movie, but even in the same movie. Like, oh, um, I thought I told you not to come in here, you know? <laughs> like he's always yeah. saying that to him. Or uh, like, think McFly, think. Like, you're supposed to get my reports in on time. Or or in the, you know, when they're in high school, oh, you're supposed to get my paper in on time, you know? Like, yeah, like he's it's always yeah. the same stuff, you know, just like history repeating itself. Um, or even George McFly saying like oh I don't just I just don't think I can take that kind of rejection it's like the same thing that Marty was saying about his band you know it's like oh I love how they play with time travel in that way of like mm-hmm. just doing the, the like the little parallels you see yeah. throughout the time
3: one of my favorites is his uncle Joey you know like the <laughs> yeah, beginning. Right? Yes. they're like, oh well <laughs> Uncle Joey used his bar. <laughs> That was so funny I loved that
2: so I would say Back to the future all three movies. I think the first one especially I would argue is Near perfect.
3: Mm, okay. I would too. I mean, it's it's really good.
2: So like the plot being told across the three movies seamlessly it they meld just right into each other. And it's a knit tight story that, and directors, writers have said for, you know, since these movies came out that there's no need to do a sequel because the story's already been told or yeah. even a remake. Right? You don't need to remake this movie. Please don't remake yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't touch
0: four. it. No, that'd be terrible. So, just, What
2: for you guys, what didn't maybe work?
4: Yeah, why what why isn't why is it not one hundred
2: wow. for
0: you? Really yes. put on why the is Forrest
3: Gump better than this movie? We don't <laughs> Wow. We <Ooh>. haven't determined that <laughs> <not> yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, we still this could beat out Forrest Gump, we you know, that's
3: know. really funny because we don't usually talk about the negatives. You know, yeah, like we don't really ever like call each other out of like, you know, why did you make it a ninety nine versus a one hundred?
4: Sometimes you guys say this yeah. was the one thing preventing it from being a higher score.
0: I will say I don't have anything bad to say about this movie. OK, I, I think eighty nine is a really good score. Actually, it's it's, it's awesome. Great. It's borderline awesome. <laughs> borderline amazing, according to our like, you know, scale that we yeah. say. But if I had to give a reason for my lower score, quote unquote, I would say that. It, um, it's, it's like a charming movie. I love it, but it's not like, it's not like deep, like soul food. Like it is for you, Brandy, you know, like I love it, but it's not like something I have to watch or I need it or just like derive so much joy from it, you know? So. See, I have
3: to agree. That's pretty much the same thing for me. I mean, I said earlier, like, I forget about this movie sometimes, you know? I just, like, it's just kind of there. I mean, when it's on, I love it, and I, I'd love to, I like, if someone mentions it, like, I'd love to watch it again, but it's just, like, really not in, in my mind all the time,
0: you mm-hmm. know? And I'm also thinking about other movies that we've done, and I'm like, oh, I actually think this movie that we did, you know, is a little more entertaining than this one, so I can't give everyone 100, you know? I mean, it's, it's no yeah. mummy.
3: All right.
2: Oh, it's no jaws.
3: It's <laughs> no hocus pocus. <laughs> no hocus, Brandy.
2: What a great yes. episode.
0: <laughs> Wait, well, you you started touching on a little Andy, but I want to talk about what is the best of the trilogy. So what's yeah. your favorite? What is the best? Um you kind of said that one is near perfect, Andy.
2: I I would say yeah, I think one is near perfect. I think two is as well. You guys wanna know the weirdest thing? So my my kind of history with this trilogy. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. So, I, I grew up watching these with my dad. Like, he loved these movies. And anytime they're on TV, I would always watch them. Mm-hmm. For some reason, get through one and two, and I never saw three.
0: Really? Yes. Yeah. Really? So you I would can, skip three?
2: I, I wouldn't skip it. Like, I, I just would either not see it or, like, I'd leave the room or something. I always end up missing three. Huh. And so, when I was in the military, I carried this thing. I'm like, you know, I had all three movies on my hard drive to watch during deployment, and I'd be like, I can't watch three because if I watch three, I'm going to die.
0: <laughs> oh, <my laughs> oh no! Like, like that's the one thing you that have was to my good luck charm. Yeah, oh, yes.
2: No, I can't way. watch. Yes, I didn't. I've not. That's crazy. My first time, first time watching Back to the Future Part Three. Was so a you still, brand still haven't D seen it because you're last still here? Year. No. <laughs> well, I did. I watched it. He in, made but, it
4: back safely from deployment, so now we can watch it. Yes.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> with Brandy, safe, you know, Back to the Future connoisseur, I was able to watch the third one. You're like Brandy, and I am lock the here. doors, yeah. run down the hatches,
3: uh, Wait, turn so off the you, gas. Like <laughs> so you, like just recently watched the third one. Then,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. last, wow, last year, wow, that's pretty crazy. Almost so a year ago. So, yeah, what lot. is that? How does that influence it? Do you like it better? or Do you think you like it less because of that? The third one. Um, I mean it
2: I, I now I know how the story ends. That's for <laughs> one <horrible. laughs> that's always oh, a big yeah. thing. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the third one. Mm. I the the whole Wild West theme. Um, but it's not that like I it's not that it's bad. It's just like I like so number two is my favorite because I love the concept of them exploring the future yeah. and how they paint the future too. I think is really cool. Mm. Um and they, I mean, they already went back to the past, but like going back to the distant past. And I asked Brandy this question earlier. It was like, what state do they live in? Do we ever know? Mm, so I know. assume it's like California.
3: If it was a John Hughes so. movie, they'd be in Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, so> John <laughs> Kenny right. would be in it. Yeah, John, <laughs> John Kenny would be John. So, anyway. Yes, you're correct. But it's like, what what hey, area want, do Marty? they live in? That oh, you're
2: right. It is California. Yeah, um, wow. yeah, makes sense. No way. To have that Wild West kind of town. Oh, yeah, I had 1800s. to be the West somewhere then. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I guess Wild West movies are, you know, anybody's used plenty one in that one. <laughs> just not your
0: genre. Yeah. yeah. I, that's funny because I feel like three might actually be my favorite.
2: Really? Yeah. I need, well, uh, I've also only seen it well, once. I need to see it
0: again. It's tough though because yeah. I feel like they're all so good. I can't really, like, I almost put them on the same exact level. Yeah. But I think one that's is really like the best because it's the one that started it all. It's just so. Tells a great cohesive story. Two, I feel like is a little more gripping. And they're like, oh, it feels like there's higher stakes. Like, oh, he's like not just in the future trying to like, he's got to manage like future Biff and like fix that timeline. But also like go back to the first movie. almost. I think that's really cool. And not let it mess up what he did in the first movie. It's like, so that one I like because it feels like it's. More intense, but the third one, I guess, I like the Wild West feel. It, it just feels more fun to me. No, I think <laughs> Old Western Biff is hilarious. Like he just does such a good <laughs> job of being like an old Western yeah. Mad dog. thug, Mad Dog. That's yeah, true. I don't know. What do you think, Connor?
3: One, two, three, in that order. That's it. Really? yeah okay. Wow. Number one is just like so iconic. I mean, so. Johnny, be good. All right. Mm -hmm. Like what they did, Mm -hmm. that was just so like clever. Like how they intertwined, like you know, the present with the past in that movie, and kind of like they took liberties. You know, they it was like, this is your brother or your cousin, Marvin Marvin Barry, Marvin. (laughs) Marvin Barry, <laughs> you know that new sound you're looking for listen to this <laughs> And like as a kid growing up like I was learning to play guitar and I wanted to play that song I wanted to be mm-hmm. like Marty McFly like yeah. You know, and so it was just so awesome And so that that movie just kind of holds a little bit of a special place in my heart hmm. um, Even though I forget about it, but um <laughs> What oh, I, and then two, I mean, is iconic. Like I wanted a hoverboard. You know, it was. I really yeah. like. Oh yeah. Well, I really like, like the the future story. But when he goes back to the present, like the dystopian present mm-hmm. of Rich Biff. Oh yeah. I didn't really like that very much. Like yeah, know, me like, neither. It was just kind of. And then the third one, I'm just not a big like, Western fan. Mm. You know, hmm. I have a couple of movies that I really like, but that's it.
0: Yeah. So. Can you choose, Brandy, a a favorite?
4: Yeah, for sure. I think, so growing up, like, the second one was hands down my favorite because Mm. it's the future and it's so cool and we wanted the hoverboard and all all those things and especially, (laughs) like, having seen it, obviously before 2015, there's this, like, projection in your head of, like, oh my gosh, that's really how it's gonna be and, like, (laughs) flying cars, like, that could still happen and, like, just really, like, anticipating that in my own future as a as a younger kid which was cool but I think as an adult so I guess I would still say that the second one is still my favorite because that's like the reason I love it so much is because of so much nostalgia so that'll always be my favorite but I definitely have a deeper appreciation for the third movie as an adult just because it ties up all of those loose ends Mm. and it is like completely different scenes from the first two movies. Like the second movie reused a lot of the same scenes from the first movie.
1: that's definitely true. Um,
4: And then also you have this like shift in focus of the first two movies. It's really like Doc taking care of Marty and helping his future, his past like align correctly. And in the third one you see the shift and Marty is going back to save Doc. And that's Mm. just so, that's so heartwarming to me so i appreciate oh. it as an adult
3: i never looked at it that way wow that's
0: well our uh, our instagram poll showed that 52% of people think number 1 is the best wow only 17% think number 2 is the best which is funny cuz you two have both said that that's your favorite yeah mm-hmm. and then 30% think 3 is the best really so,
3: yeah that's actually higher than i would have expected
0: yeah and um Jedi Shocker, Sean Walker, our final final listener comment uh, says he thinks it's a great movie. Easily one of the best time travel movies ever. And he says that he disagrees with the poll um, about the first one being the best. He says, I prefer the third one. Thank you, Sean. Wow. That's right. Wow. (laughs) Hop on the the third. One of the only ones, Sean. Wild West Game Club. But he says that watching any of them makes him happy and nostalgic for my youth. I'm like, yeah, I agree. Any of them make me happy.
3: Although um, the it. best callback in the whole series is in the third one where, um, what is it? Marty gets shot and he has the stove oven. Oh yes. yeah. And it, was, and it was something <laughs> that he saw. Well, they did that in like a TV in, show in the second in the one. Se-
0: he was watching a Clint Eastwood. He was, was, was watching, yeah, one, yeah. yeah.
3: And so he reused that. I was like that when I, when that like clicked in my head, blew my mind. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah.
0: Well, and like, there blank.
4: are so many little things like that throughout the whole series that gives it that rewatchability, I feel like, cuz you catch more and more of them every time you watch it and it's just like makes it makes it all that much
3: more special.
0: Mhm. Okay. Well, wow. Are we ready? Does that? Yeah, I think that wraps up entertainment. So Connor, let's jump into education.
3: Education. All right, guys. Well, you guys know like what we're talking about here, right? Right. do you? What are we talking <laughs> about? <you> <laughs> yeah. <I'm> <laughs> Why don't you remind? Why don't you remind? No, I'm not gonna I'm, pull I'm a be, Caleb ha- over here. I'd right? be
0: happy to tell you about what it is. Man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Education. So what we're looking for here are the themes of the movie, the underlying morals and concepts, the what the movie is trying to pass on to you as the viewer. Does it have worth? does it engage you mentally or psychologically, or is it trying to teach you something? Boom. I gave this a 58. Oh! 58? man! 58, You're tanking guys. it on purpose, Connor.
2: Take, take it down! Wow. Well, no,
3: I mean, like I said- Connor
2: wants to take down the clock tower,
3: guys.
0: I'll
4: balance it back out.
0: <laughs> okay, let's hear it, Brandy.
4: I got another 100.
0: Got another 100! <laughs> surprise, surprise. Okay, Andy? 89.
2: 89,
0: okay. So let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about the why. huh? Why? What's your score? Did you oh, say Oh, I didn't say failed? Mine, I say 70. 70. Yeah.
3: Okay. A good middle ground. Yeah.
0: That'll probably be what it averages out to. Maybe a little more than 70. <laughs> oh, no. um, but okay, yeah. Let's talk about the, the two opposite ends of the spectrum here. Brandy, why is this 100? And then we'll talk about Connors.
4: Uh, I, well, I just think the whole series has, like, a number of lessons and morals that you can pull from it. Um, so, okay, it, it wins just based on that.
0: I mean, you did talk a little bit about how, like, just, you know, Doc is helping Marty, like, just that self-sacrificial, that strong friendship bond that he's helping Marty fix his life and then Marty returns the favor, like. like a heartwarming story right which Mm.
4: comes full circle within the series but i think the first one too there's such that message of of confidence and self-confidence and even somebody already mentioned um i can't take that kind of rejection or i don't like confrontation Uh those those statements that then everybody grows by the end of the film both marty and george um and so that parallel too and just Learning to have self confidence. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. nice. nice. Okay, I like it. That's similar to what I got out of this. So what did Which you get out of everybody the cover? needs to hear, guys?
3: That. What is there to get out of this?
2: <laughs> All right. Yeah, you watch it once, forget about it for a couple. I'm of gonna years. Pour it. Yeah, a
3: couple of years. And I watch it again. I was like, "Hey, that was pretty good. I should watch that more." And then you know, a couple of years go by, but um, no. I mean, I don't know. I just watched this and. <laughs> I just am like it's just pure entertainment to me. I don't know. I don't. I don't pull anything from it. I don't learn anything from it. There's a lot of movies where I do, but I mean, some of the things I did kind of see is there that whole thing of like Marty overcoming that. You know, uh, anytime someone calls him a chicken, you know he's like, oh, oh and then okay. you know he must like stand up to that challenge. Or and Yella, so, yeah, or Yella <laughs> when in on <in> the <laughs> third one. <laughs> You know, and so there's that whole concept of, you know, choosing choosing to pick your battles and and doing what's right versus just what someone is kind of egging you on to do. Okay. Um, a couple other things like maybe like you know, there's the whole theme of a few small decisions can completely change the the future. You know. Oh yeah, so, like
0: I mean, that's more evident in in the second movie where he like races needles, you know, and that's like set off a chain reaction that completely destroyed his life, you know? Right.
4: They re- they say that line multiple
0: times. hmm yeah. <laughs> yeah, they keep saying. Or yeah. like,
3: you know, even in the first one. I mean, you know, because basically like he just, all that happened was basically like, like the s- basis, if you break it all down, all that happened was George stood up for himself. hmm And then because of that, he had more confidence and was able to go through life and be more successful in the end. And yeah. Marty's life was much better in the end of it, so...
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that is um, the overall message um, that this movie is trying to portray. Just the, you know, believe in yourself, basically, and, you know, chase your dreams and kind of the self-confidence aspect that you talked about, Brandy, because they they reinforce that message from the beginning, middle and end of this movie. You know, in the beginning, it's Marty is trying out for this, the band, you know, and he's like, I just, you know, I don't know. If I, if I want to go out and, and try, cause I, I can't take that kind of rejection, you yeah. know? And he says that to Jennifer. And so it's like, oh yeah, he's struggling with believing in himself. Um, and then the whole middle part of the story is him helping George to believe in himself. Cause that's the only way to get his mom to fall in love with him, you know? Yeah. Um, and that is the, the, the catalyst that makes everything uh, get fixed basically in the plot. And then at the very end, you know, that comes to fruition with George's book. He's like, yeah, look, see, he finally had the confidence to write a book. And now he's a published author. And and he tells Marty, look, see, if you believe in yourself, you can accomplish anything. And that's that's a line that's said multiple times in the movie. So uh, I feel like I mean, it's not like that was incredibly overt. I mean, the movie is far more about just time travel. And it's I I yeah. think more like Connor, like it's far more heavy on the entertainment side it's not i don't really feel like i'm learning much or like that it's instilling some deep values in me which is why i give it a 70 but i can at least admit that like okay there is a message there is something that we can salvage out of the storyline um that is like okay worthy of putting in this category yeah
3: i know it's definitely
0: you
3: know there's something in there
0: yeah,
2: yeah, you guys are not looking as deeply as you did with Forrest Gump. <laughs> <You> got to <laughs> reach deeper. Oh, go I mean, deeper, Andy. Tell us what this okay. is. Okay, you mean you got to go, go way up there, Marty Marty. destiny, Marty. destiny, <laughs> time density. and consequence, density. Andy, this whole movie is about <laughs> destiny, time, and consequences. Mm. Okay, mm. so what is destiny? So like the changing the past, how it affected Marty's future, and with that, you have time and the consequences of every single small action, right? That I think, and it plays into the smarts of the movie as well, mm-hmm. which also falls into education with like little comments that were made at the beginning of the movie at the dinner table, right? Like uh, Marty's mom was saying like, oh, I always wonder had I, you know, tr- had my dad travel down a different road and not hit you, George. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. how my life would have changed. And that's, you know, little <laughs> actions like that, you know, Marty mm-hmm. pushing um, George, Georgia. George, Georgia. out of the way and him falling out of the tree instead. Like that's little things like that. How, <laughs> how much of an impact that has on your future. Yeah. Right. And that it goes throughout the entire series too with, um, I mean, that's just like a general theme with what choices are the characters making and how does it affect, and then I also want to talk on, um, innovation, just like the innovation of the movie with, especially with the second one, because. It's, I think it's always cool to see what the things that they predicted back in 1985 and what actually came true, right? Hmm. You have like, so do we the have cool the actual
3: date that they, 2015, October 15th, right? 2015, October 15th. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely 15th. not even close. Sorry, Robert Zemeckis, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> for hoverboards, still yeah.
3: hoverboard. I'm still waiting for a hoverboard, <laughs> man. Uh, but
2: I mean, look at like 3D, remember the 3D Jaws? What was it, mm-hmm. Jaws Ten or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I mean little things like that. Um, but all of the and it like I don't know, it's just the ideas that they threw into this movie and how it all played out. Um, and then I, I think family is a big theme too in the movie because all of Marty's actions were driven by trying to save his family, like in the first one. He's trying to get his parents back together or to get them together so Mm -hmm. he can exist. Yeah. Right. The second one is all about him saving his kids. Third one, I can't even remember because I haven't seen that once, but I'm sure (laughs) it's in there somewhere. (laughs) Saving Doc. Saving Doc. Yeah. Yeah. That's the importance of family.
4: Yeah. And also going along with the family thing, I think there's something to be said with like having a child go back and see your parent at in high school at the same age as you like you were Mm. talking about earlier Mm -hmm. andy it sort of like would allow you to have like a deeper understanding of your parents and their Mm. motivations and realize that like when you're a kid you're like oh my parents will never get this but like really like they would get it like they went through the same (laughs) thing so like that's a cool reminder that just like even though our generations are like however many years apart like we really all like experience the same sort of human emotions and situations and even just like high school dynamics mm-hmm. um so that's cool too wow
0: yeah it's funny i uh, at one point i um i had this idea when i was in college so i was like okay i maybe it might have been inspired from this movie of like okay i want to like record a couple videos of like life lessons for my like my future son <laughs> while i'm in college while i'm yeah. young and cool and like relatable so that when, you know, when I'm older and my son is in high school, like, oh, he's, you know, won't listen to dad or like, whatever, like, you don't, you can't relate to me. You don't know what I'm going through. I'm like, oh, if I record something in, in college and play it for them later, like,
4: they, more like it's it coming from that a, dynamic. Yeah. Like it's coming from a peer.
0: But I, um, so I did, I recorded a few videos. I have no idea where they are though. So I lost them. <laughs> and I probably, wait you actually did it. I did it. Did. I did wow. like three. Okay. It was really lame. But looking back, I'm like, you know what? I bet if I watched those videos now, I'd be like, I'm not showing this to my kid. I know. He do not know what he's talking about. Ten years ago, me. like, <laughs> You
4: got 16 years to find it. okay.
0: Yeah, that's right. I'm going to find that. <laughs> <laughs> huh. All yeah. right. Well, uh, I did have one other thing to say in this category, I guess, of just like, sometimes you talk about just like the strength of the plot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like you were talking about a little bit with like how smart the movie is. yeah. I just really get a kick out of the, the, I, I guess the plot just how like, okay, he's got to get back to the future. He doesn't have any plutonium left. How is he going to generate this amount of power? And it's like, well, the only thing would be a bolt of lightning. Like, oh, but he has this flyer and he knows there was a historic moment yeah. in this town where the lightning struck the tower oh, yeah. and they recorded this exact time. And it was like, It felt like it just worked really well. Like it, it didn't feel like shoehorned in there or like forced. It was just like, oh, wow, that oh, that's so that's like brilliant. That is really true. It did flow.
4: It feels very much like the whole trilogy was written before anything was ever filmed.
0: Yeah, well written. You know, from start to finish. Yeah,
3: because it all flowed so well together. I'm
2: so curious. What I would love to sit down and like talk with somebody who studies philosophy for a living and be like, what is the significance of the clock tower across all three movies? Mm. Because that's another kind of theme of the movie. It's like, save the clock tower, save the clock tower. Yeah. The clock the tower one. was
4: a late addition.
1: It was, was, it was really? not, yeah.
4: it was not in the original script. It was supposed to work so well, It was. Know? it was how they saved money.
0: Yeah. The they, the were ending, they were $6 su- million dollars yeah, over you, budget. You know story, tell the story.
4: Yeah. Oh. They, the ending of the first one was supposed to be like an, a, an atomic bomb blast test sort of thing, and that's where they were going to get the energy to get him up Mm. to 88 um, (laughs) or for the plutonium, and they didn't have enough money to film that because they were going to have to build the structures and all the things, and they already had the the building in the main square and they were like, what if we just put a clock up there yeah. <laughs> and, yeah.
3: and, and strike the it with lightning. It's so and, cool. And, and, that and that it was... wasn't even real lightning. It was really bad CGI. Like, <laughs> it was good. I well. thought it, it was well. pretty good. Really?
2: Talk, I, I, I want to talk about how suspenseful this movie is. And this kind of touches back to the previous category, but like another theme that's present is just this problem solving that Marty is constantly having to do. And mm. it, it gets so suspenseful, right? Because it's like... Down to the wire. Yeah, literally. I, the whole movie is just like one thing after the other. Like,
4: down how is he going to it gonna
2: get back?
4: Plan D. Yeah.
2: And then second know. movie, same thing. Like, third movie, same thing. How, mm. is, how is Marty going get to get out of this? Yeah. And uh, one thing that irks my one point.
0: Oh, the one point. The, why, one the reason it's
2: point, not 100. Yeah, point zero 0.01 of why it's not 100 for me. Is the scene when Mar, uh, um, Doc is trying to reconnect the, the wires and he keeps dropping it? Oh. That part always bugs me. Well, just because it, <laughs>
0: just because
4: you have so much anxiety about yeah. it, but it's yeah. that's incredibly realistic that yeah. that would happen.
0: Oh you know what's yeah, crazy though? whilst Marty's driving. <laughs> so I watched this movie last week, and we started it really late, so it was gonna end. It ended like at twelve thirty at night, you know, and I fell asleep. At that exact moment. No. I fell asleep <laughs> right when he like goes back to the future and like the lightning bolt strikes and like the most intense part of the movie. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> I wake up and he's like, oh he's waking up in the future. I'm like, oh man, I missed like the most exciting three minutes of this film just now. <laughs> just, uh, just crazy. Oh, man. I guess I've seen enough times where it doesn't like get my blood pumping anymore. Yeah, you can
3: you can fill in the blanks with Yeah. That. I know what
0: happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to talk influence?
3: Let's do
2: it. So do you need to, I need to explain influence. Yeah. Right? Is <laughs> it's that all on you. This? <laughs> <laughs> right? So, um, and influence. We're looking at how timeless the movie is. How did it change or better society and what kind of impact it had on pop culture. And in general, just like the the context of the film and how it connects to history and culture. So I gave it
3: 100 points.
0: Oh, 85. 100. Wow.
3: Um,
4: uh, 78, 78, mm. so yeah. I gave it 98, I wow. didn't even wow. get the yeah. 100 that Andy got. Oh. Yeah. Just wow. because I think that 100 for influence especially is really reserved for those like, those Forrest Gump movies that every, literally every human has either oh. seen it or knows mostly about yeah. the plot line. Whereas with Back to the Future, not unfortunately, not every soul um, mm-hmm. knows knows about it or has seen it, so I feel like that's yeah, that would be sure. I do I want to crap on still Forrest Gump high. like all
2: night. But I thought <laughs> I, I I made a similar point for that previous episode. Cause it, like Forrest Gump is such an American movie, so like I I can relate to that. But it's Back to the Future, man.
4: I know, <laughs> I know.
2: That's a heavy score, this man. Is such, <laughs> this is
3: also such an American movie, though. I don't know, though. It is a little more relatable. Out in other countries, but maybe I first love to ask American history. We France, I mean, God. we have
2: listeners that are in Germany, right? are
3: in a lot
2: of other countries. Ooh. So if you're able to chime in on our Instagram page, Cron at critic at Kron on of critic or, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know, just, just Chronicles it,
0: of critics. Try Chronicles and find us on Instagram <laughs>
3: <laughs> and message us. <laughs> please let us know of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched it? And what were your thoughts?
2: So what goes into my score, why I think it's perfect. I've said it earlier is I think Back to the Future is a perfect movie. And I think it's a perfect trilogy. And that I think is like 90% of my score. Um, When it comes to the impact it had, like nobody's tried to recreate it. Um, I think it does time travel really well as well. Like they don't Mm. overcomplicate it. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, there's consequences if you try and change it and it, it directly affects your future. Right. It's not mm-hmm. this mar this Marvel future traveling kind of thing where it gets really complicated Oof. and then you start multiple
4: making, universes.
2: Yeah. Multi and it yeah.
3: starts to really not make sense. And yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: And then you get like a cool show like Rick and Morty. Coming in and kind of spoofing it a little bit and really expanding on, you know, I guess like a a concept with like just the central characters. But um and I think the movie is timeless. Like I could sit down and watch all three in a row, not think anything of it. I would love to see somebody splice these three movies together into one seamless movie.
1: Mm. Because
2: it works so well and like that's how they're made. It's true. If they flow in. They flow one right into the other. Like how cool? I don't know how long it'd be longer than Lord of the Rings. It'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean
1: Yeah.
3: Each movie is like what? Two, two hours? hours? probably. Six hour Six movie. Six hour movie. Oh, oh man, dude. I would watch that. Dude, that beats that beats Just- Zack Snyder's Justice League, man. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: man, I uh I definitely have a high view of this movie. 85 again, I think it's a high score for influence. Uh, And I think I would just boil that down to one word, iconic. I think this movie, this franchise is iconic. Like you walk into any, um, like, I guess I'll call it like a nerd store, like stores that I go in (laughs) that like sell comic books and figurines and stuff. I'm like, there's always a DeLorean on there. There's always like keychains and stickers of like Back to the Future. And like those references are like, oh, well-loved and well-known, I feel like. Um, so I think iconic is a good word for this franchise. I mean, and like the DeLorean alone, that's... Yeah. Where have you ever and seen And
2: they so. just re-announced that they're coming out, the, or re out with the DeLorean. Oh, yes. they're, they're Sign- like re- re-releasing bringing it back.
0: Sign me up, man. So <laughs> I want a DeLorean. <laughs> I Which, mean on that note, they it wasn't originally in DeLorean. That wasn't the time machine. Do you guys know what it was?
4: A Mustang. Well, actually oh, yeah, it, well, was, it was a, it, gonna be a ref, it was a refrigerator. That's right. It but, was a
0: refrigerator. Oh really? <laughs> was, but Mustang wanted Mustang it to be. reached
4: out to the the film crew and said, please make your, your car time machine a Mustang and they were like, nah, dude, we gotta go with the spaceship DeLorean. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. The the little dual wing <laughs> Doors made it look like a spaceship, which totally fit what they were trying to go for.
3: So, like, in high school, I knew this girl that her dad owned a DeLorean. No way. And it was, like, the coolest thing ever. Oh, and, I mean, I, I think in real life, I mean, I remember, like, looking at it and being like, wow, that's so cool. But also, in the back of my head, I was like, man, that looks really cheap.
0: And I don't, <laughs> think, they, I don't think that they were good cars. Like, let's be honest. I just, well, it, it apparently had somewhat of a good reputation because in the movie... Like Doc says, like, well, I figured if I'm going to build a time machine, might as well do it with some style, you know? I mean, it's got lots of style. <laughs> lots all of style. Style, yeah. But quality? <laughs> I don't know. I would definitely do like Tesla, make me a DeLorean, full electric, flux capacitor and all.
4: They're going to be electric. Oh my, the re-release go. is going to be electric. Uh, yeah. I mean,
2: in, really? t- in 2022. Have a yeah. flux capacitor yeah. now? What? Do you know a flux capacitor? It will means?
3: once I get my hands on it. I will put one in there. <laughs> a flux capacitor? No. What does that actually mean? So,
2: I think it just means flux means change, and capacitor is to hold something. Yeah, and oh, that actually okay. goes into the theme of the movie. Really, right,
3: a change holder?
2: A change device? A so, device mm, that also like a
3: you know like a flux a Delorean time machine? Nice, nice. <laughs> 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 Um, no, I mean, you kind of touched on it, Andy, but like, I love, uh, like the whole time travel debate of like, how, how is time act? How does time actually flow in real life? Is there a multiverse or is it the back to the future style time travel where we are all just in one universe Mm -hmm. and therefore your actions, when you go back in time or into the future will affect that timeline, not branching off and creating a new universe. Yeah. And so like oftentimes this movie is used to um, as an example for that like time travel theory. And so like that's like I really like that. I don't know. That, yeah. That's one of the things that like stuck out in my mind is like yeah there's, there's this one then there's the whole Avengers where it's the multiverse and then. And there's Bill and Ted. There's you just, like do whatever you want. Yeah. And, and there's no <laughs> consequences for anything. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> That's the one I hope it is, but. <laughs>
0: no, I agree with you, though, that like this, I feel, is the movie that best depicts the theory of time travel. Do
2: you know what I would call it? The, the quintessential, quintessential time, time travel movie.
0: movie. Oh, I wish I caught on to what you oh. saying. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I think that, um, no, you already mentioned the other movies. That no movie has done time travel better than this movie mm-hmm. and I would argue that like anytime a movie or TV show gets into time travel, I'm always like, ooh boy, that's a that's a that's like a messy territory and it's yeah. usually done pretty poorly. It's
3: really hard yeah. to do like, right. And it's usually like done lost?
2: to f- like fix a mistake, I feel like. Yeah, maybe.
0: Like, know. oh man,
3: let's we just, killed that guy because we thought it was a good, like a good idea. Yeah, let's that, go yeah. back in time real quick.
0: But I kind of want him back now, what? so. It's like the, the ultimate retcon. Time travel. Oh, just time travel. And you go back in time, it didn't happen. Like Yeah. And I think Lost is probably the best example I can think of. of a, an example where they did not do time travel well. Like yeah. It was already a messy enough show. It was a terrible idea to add that to the mix. But I, I just have very strong feelings mm-hmm. about Lost. Because it took you know, seven years of my life watching it every week, you know? You'll and never get so that time back. No, it's never. It's, it's Talking about time, yeah. I wish I could go back in time and slap myself into not watching <laughs> <Yeah>. Lost. <laughs> oh, man.
3: Well, if you still slowly start to forget Lost, well, we know what
0: happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's slowly disappearing. Like, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> remember the photos. like... <laughs>
3: Um, but another thing like this movie like I started like skateboarding because of this movie like I really wanted to grab onto a car I also started playing guitar and I already told you guys how I really wanted to learn Johnny B. Good because of this movie and
0: also like uh, did you learn it? Kind of you gotta incorporate (laughs) that into our theme song yeah seriously (laughs) Chronicles of Critics and then a bunch of like dead notes of (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh yeah that's it guys i did it <laughs> um no and then uh i mean this movie, all, movie also kind of revived that song i mean that's an old like you know chuck berry song from the 50s whatever it was and this kind of helped revive it and bring it back just like uh just like wayne's world did with bohemian rhapsody and you know lots of other songs mm. so mm.
2: i yeah i th- the influence on pop culture because of the future like aspect, right? Here's what's happening in 2015. I feel like 2015 is a decently close time when this movie came out with 30 years. So like those 30 years of trying to guess, and just the hype around what is gonna happen, mm. right? I I love that. Mm. And on that day in 2015 when it finally came, people were like so excited. You know what came true, what didn't, and like yeah, the screens I think came true with like the video conferencing. We all use Zoom now. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Nobody's getting fired over fax though. I know that's true. Word. Yeah,
0: the faxing did not hold up. It goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no.
3: Um. That's really funny, I had something I was gonna say and I really forgot what it was, so.
4: When it's big enough that national news outlets are having like a broadcast on November 21st, 2015, like talking about the updates, like across the nation and at local stations, you know that that's iconic.
0: Yeah, and movie theaters are releasing it. Yeah.
3: And did you guys know that there was like uh, a fake date released on social media? Yes! And like everyone was like, what today's the day? And it was in like oh, I remember 2012, that. like 2013. It I was remember like that. completely off. And someone had like photoshopped yeah. that little like the screen. Uh, the screen from the, screen the, from the movie, yeah. And like posted it on social media saying, Today's the day. I and remember like, that. Everyone I remember was that like too, freaking out. Because I was and- so
0: confused. I'm like, wait, I went and saw the movie on the right date. Like, why what why again? Like, what? I was so confused, but I'm like, wait, okay, what? Well, I- the, the theater didn't get it wrong like <laughs> yeah well, <who's>, yeah <laughs> my Facebook page got it wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh man Ugh. um I had one other story that I wanted to tell based that I thought was really hilarious from the the little documentary you know um, that probably would have tanked this in the influence it probably would not have been as influential of a movie if they had given it the name that one of the like executives wanted to call it which is like he was like back to the future that didn't make any sense how can you go back to the future like what like he didn't like oh. that he's like oh it's such a great script such a great movie it deserves a better name than that you should call it spaceman from pluto yeah like <laughs> <laughs> and he like sent this memo out to everybody and then like steven spielberg you know one of the other executives on this you know yeah. project was like oh man no we cannot like we, they were like bending to a lot of his demands, that, that other guy. Mm. But they're like, no, we can't do this. Like we have to stay You're strong like on the name. <laughs> so you know what he did? He responded and he sent the memo back. And was like, hey, that was such a funny memo you sent. Such a great joke. And hilarious. Like, <laughs> keep it coming, man. Like making it out to be like they all did thought it was really? this hilarious joke. <laughs> and they never heard about it again. So, (laughs) but isn't isn't the book
3: the book that George McFly writes the spaceman
0: from Pluto? Yeah,
2: that's like his comic book that he's reading.
0: I thought it was like, uh, what is it called? It's like a match made in space or something. Like, I don't think it's. I thought
3: they incorporated it somewhere in the movie. I could be wrong. I
4: think you're right. I think you're right. That the 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 book that he ends up printing, like in the parallel new present. In the '80s, I think the title of George's book is is.
0: That would be cool. A cool like callback homage. I don't think that's what it is though. I have to look it up. Um. All right. Any other final thoughts before I give the scores?
2: No, I'm.
0: All right. I'm good. All right. So, in entertainment, uh, our overall score was ninety two point eight. Um. So. Definitely uh starting off on a really high note there. Uh, oh guys. Low 90, note. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. Low note um would be education, which actually not too low. We gave it a 79.3. Gee, I didn't take it too
3: bad. Not right. too bad. Not like Andy with Forrest Gump, so
0: zero. Zero. <laughs> and influence was 90.3. Jeez. Wow. So that brings our overall score to 87.8.
3: Uh-oh, where are we?
0: So that means this has now earned the number three spot on our lineup. It beat oh, out the man. dark knight, guys. I would say that's accurate. Yeah, What about, what about, about our that. listener score? So the listener score, they gave it an 85.4, which um they so on their score, they would go rate it just below the dark knight. Ooh. So we're a little off based on listener score. Um, but I honestly stand by that. I agree. I personally think this is a better movie than The Dark Knight. Yeah. Really?
3: Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, 100. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're talking about oh, come on. top
0: 100 movies of all time, this one I think is higher on the list. Of yeah. that list. Really? So, really? Yeah. Truly. Maybe,
4: yeah. maybe in another 30 or 40 years, Dark Knight will have that more iconic status, but because it is like a newer film, I feel like we know that Back to the Future stands the test of time. That's right. The time Dark is- Knight, we'll find out.
0: By the way, the book is called A Match Made in Space. Oh, you're right. Mm. That's what it is.
3: But there's something. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's the comic book that George is reading. And, and, I thought, and, uh, yeah, I could have sworn it's uh, called. Uh, yeah. But there, Man, I, I remember, remember. <laughs> that they put somewhere. It's somewhere in there.
0: Somewhere. I in believe it. Okay. Come on. Yeah. I didn't just
3: pull this out of my. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Oh, I did have one final question um, that my wife was like so curious about. How did Doc and Marty meet? How are they such good friends? Like what? So they never
4: actually go into it in the actual movie. But an an interview with one of the writers, I think his name is Bob Gale. um, He said that Marty broke into Doc's lab. Just to like do shenanigans and like look around, and he ended up like being really fascinated with everything in there, and got a part time job working for Doc, which is why he is there before school some days. And he just instead of working, he's messing around using the speakers, blowing them out, whatever. Um, But that is like the backstory behind the relationship, as explained by
3: one of the co writers. You know that works. Okay, I could see it.
0: I, I I trust the source, a co writer. Also, I mean, That's the only one who can really answer that question right someone who wrote the story right
4: yeah
3: also guys we have to answer the biggest plot hole of the whole movie what? What's that is when Mar- marty returns to the present mm-hmm. or the future based on whichever way you look at it Um, When he goes back to the future <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, How do, how do his parents not recognize him? because his parents met him and they're the reason that he fell in, they fell in love with each other and how do they not like see the resemblance at very least why does george not be like you like fooling around with calvin klein like oh! is he back in our lives like
0: you know what i'm
3: saying like
0: that's you know, that's eh, that's funny eh, anyone well, or or, or I would how say about why did Calvin Klein disappear out of nowhere? Like they meet him like for three days and he's never and seen. And then him he again. just well, what it's not. It's not even
2: like I guess you gotta like think of the merging timelines, because from Marty's parents' point of view, they they see him all the time. It's not that they would just like instantaneously recognize him, right? They would. Yeah. They've seen him grow up, and then he just sure. suddenly wakes. It's up It's not one like day. he poofed yeah. into
0: Calvin yeah. Klein. But I see what you're saying, Connor. Like. Yeah, I mean, if you have a kid who looks exactly like somebody you knew in high school, you would have that question of like, yeah, hold on a second. And Wait it's a like a real, it's like a real <laughs>
3: comment. Like throughout, like the history of the movie, people are like, how do they not even like talk about that? Why is that not a thing? I mean, they named him Marty, and you know, at the en- at the end of the movie, oh,
0: they're like, oh, Marty,
3: Marty, I, I like, I that, like name. that name. I yeah. think. True. And I- how
0: come they didn't name their firstborn Marty? You know. Yeah, if that, that was uh, the influence, <laughs> they, they named him Marty because he, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I would Where think as George, <laughs> as George, I would think like, huh, yeah. Why does he look exactly like that guy, Marty? Yeah,
3: that guy, Calvin. Yeah, who so you no had a major them, crush no. on. Before
4: well, me. I think back to one of you just said, like, They only knew him for three days back in the past, way back when they were in high school. They definitely would remember who he was, but maybe they don't exactly have his perfect face ingrained in their head.
0: I agree. Yeah. You're thinking more realistic about it, Brandy. Like, I don't even know if people I knew all throughout high school if I have their faces ingrained in my memory, you know?
4: Right. And even if you think you do, if you, like, go back and actually were to look at the yearbook or something, you're like, oh, I kind of remember that guy looking a little different, (laughs) right?
0: That's fair. Yeah, that's true. That's a good question though I like that
3: but all right you guys there's a
0: question. cool well that is a wrap for back to the future number three on our list another, another.